This episode of the Anxiety Slayer podcast is brought to you by Undercover Weighted Blankets, custom blankets that reduce anxiety and provide better sleep, which helps to regulate your brain. The investment is worth the wait. Learn more on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash undercover weighted blankets. Welcome back to the Anxiety Slayer podcast. I'm Shan Vanderleek here with my wonderful friend and co-host Ananga Sivir. We come together weekly from Kent and Leelanau to share Anxiety Slayer sessions with you and answer listener questions from our inbox and Facebook page. Together we share a powerful collection of techniques to reduce anxiety. And today we're answering a listener question about handling anticipatory anxiety. Hi, Ananga. Hey, Shen. Let's begin today by, we'll share the listener comment with you and then we'll dig in. Hi, Shan and Ananga. Thank you so much for your podcast. It's been a big help to me since I discovered it over a year ago. I really struggle with anticipatory anxiety, whether it's a work presentation, a date, or just a big event. I prepare myself mentally for the event, but then beginning the night before, I experience sleep disturbances, early wakefulness, and nausea or upset stomach, sometimes to the point of vomiting. My mind zeroes in on the big event and I can't distract myself. This is the most frustrating part of my anxiety because it makes me feel like I can't do those activities that I'm anxious about, even when I enjoy them. Do you have any tips? Thank you. I'm so glad that this question came through. This is so common. And I can think of countless times I've felt this way. And I'm sure you can too, Inaga. Yeah, particularly when I was young, remembering so many times when I would feel such awful anticipatory anxiety. And we've received a couple of questions on this. So also we had another question in our Facebook group. And it's definitely worth a, worth a discussion and, and looking at what we can do to support ourselves. And I think it begins, as we often do, we talk about how getting specific helps. In the question, it says, my mind zeroes in on the big event and I can't distract myself. What specifically are you zeroing in on? It's not the same for everybody. Anticipatory anxiety can vary from person to person. Sometimes it has more of a social anxiety aspect to it. Sometimes we're a bit introvert, which is not a flaw. It's not a problem, (laughs) but we might not do well with big events, being more introvert by nature. Sometimes it's that we're not as prepared as we think, and we run it tight and increase our stress, or we just feel that we're going to show ourselves up, or we haven't got it together. So writing down your thoughts and fears is a really important first step. So just ask yourself, am I feeling shy? Does it feel too overwhelming? Am I worried about a social element? Perhaps I won't fit in. Do I worry about drying up and having nothing to say? Am I afraid that others won't find me interesting? What specifically worries you? There's probably a whole load that I haven't even thought of there because it's different. We're all different. So what is it? Anticipatory anxiety is a very general term that we can all relate to. But what specifically is it for you? Getting your thoughts out of your head and onto the page can help you find some clarity and then seek support for the specific concerns that you have. We often talk about Bach flower remedies in our podcasts, and there is a wonderful remedy called Mimulus, which is very supportive for anticipatory anxiety. And it's recommended for stage fright or exam nerves or any upcoming event. 
It supports us when we feel fear about something known, something upcoming in our lives, and it can really help you feel more calm and trusting in your own strengths and abilities. Yeah, beautifully supportive. And you can find that on Amazon.com or in most good health stores via Nelson's also. And the way to take it, there are several ways you can take it, but an easy way to take it is to just put a couple of drops in a big bottle of water and sip that throughout the day. And you can do that in the run up to the event for, you know, as far back as you're feeling the anxiety. If it's two or three weeks back, start taking it then to support you and help you feel more settled in your own strengths and abilities. And lavender oil is also very good to help us feel calm and trust. So applying lavender oil to your wrists, massaging the soles of your feet before sleep helps get all that head energy down and helps you settle into more peaceful sleep. And then we also have some tips for calming nausea and an upset stomach, which often comes with anticipatory anxiety. Both Ananga and I like to sip ginger tea or peppermint, and fennel is also helpful for an upset and and nauseous stomach. Ayurveda, India's ancient science of life, teaches that fennel is very settling to the stomach and can reduce stomach spasms and cramps, and it has a unique action that helps the energy of the stomach stay in check and not rise up as it does in acid reflux or feeling or being sick. Yeah, that's a unique power of fennel which is particularly helpful for this and particularly wonderful is that according to Ayurveda our bodies operate under the directive control of different life airs so whatever takes we take into our stomach it's a downward moving life air so when we eat we swallow it's a downward movement we digest in the stomach it's a downward movement goes down into the small intestine down into the large intestine and down where it needs to go next. But when we have rebellious life airs, disturbed life airs, particularly if we're vata disturbed, which we discuss often in the podcast, those life airs want to come up. And that's why we say throw up. It's an upward rebellious life energy. And there's a particular quality that's unique to fennel, which is that it helps that flow remain in the downward direction, the direction it should be going in. So it has a magical extra property to it for calming nausea. And you often blend it with other ingredients, don't you? Yeah, I, <laughs> I like blending teas. Um, sometimes it would be really simple. Like fennel, you can get in most grocery or health food stores. If you don't want to buy a fennel tea ready prepared, um, you can just take a teaspoonful of fennel seeds and put them in some hot water to steep them. And I will sometimes do that with other teas. I might put a teaspoon of fennel in with some peppermint or... I used to really enjoy fennel with green tea and mint. That blends very nicely and makes a nice stomach-settling tea. If you can find a fennel plant and chew on the seeds before they're dry, I really like those. They're really good and very settling to the stomach. And dry fennel is also, in Ayurveda, traditionally chewed after a meal to aid digestion. So you can chew the seeds as well, which is, which is very helpful. Tapping under the eye point in the EFT tapping sequence is also very helpful to calm anxiety related to nausea. And you can find the point and more about EFT tapping on our website at anxietyslayer.com forward slash EFT. Yeah, if you're somebody where your anxiety goes to your stomach, that under the eye point is magic. Just tapping there and taking deep, steady breaths, making your exhale longer than your inhale 
Just really focus on blowing your breath out long and slow and keep tapping on that point. There's also another point on the inside of the wrist that helps calm nausea. You've probably seen it advertised. You can get uh, bands for preventing motion sickness where there's a little plastic pellet that presses on that point on the wrist. But you can also do it by just looking the point up and massaging firmly with your thumb. Or you can pat the inside of your wrists together by crossing them over, one over the other, and just pat the wrists together, one on the other, and that also stimulates that point. But both good points for calming nausea. I think it's also important to bring up that we can do some research before an event. So I'll use the example of public speaking. I used to do quite a bit of it. And my anticipatory anxiety was pretty high. And even though I knew my material and even though I had everything planned, it always helped me to know the venue, where would I be speaking, and if I could be there to check it out in person, even better, to uh, know what I was going to wear, have that planned far in advance, to research the directions to get there in advance, to really feel like I had a guidebook of everything that I needed to deliver me to the speaking engagement. And then from there, uh, just show up. The show, that part for me was the easy part. Once, once I got on the stage or once I commanded the microphone, I was fine. But what I would do beforehand was a lot. Another example is uh, last summer, I was taking my daughter down to Detroit, which is about five hours from where I live now to see a concert, really big venue. I grew up going to concerts. I've been to more concerts than you can possibly imagine in, in a big venue, but I was a younger person and it didn't occur to me that you know, crowd size and noise and all of the things that, that uh, came about later in my life that were a little bit more tricky. So for this trip, I had the driving, the long distance, had the a big venue. It was a brand new uh, place to see a concert, Little Caesars Arena. So I'd never been there before. Navigating through an area that I used to, where I used to live, and it had been many, many years, you know, all of that. But what helped was the research that I did before. I had good directions. I knew where I was going. I had uh, great feedback from people who had been to the area and could uh, make me feel a little safer about where I was going and all of that stuff mm. helped. And, and we got there and everything went so smoothly. The show was fantastic. Where we stayed was wonderful. Our drive was fine. You know, we had clear weather, so it all worked out beautifully. And I had my rescue remedy with me. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is all of that stuff helped me enjoy the journey with my daughter versus feeling really highly stressed about what next and is that going to be okay and and what have you yeah uh and and then in the morning of of an event um, if you wake with uh early with anxiety you can try a number of the things that uh, i'm going to share with you now is sit with the calming point for a few minutes when you first wake up we talk about the calming point a lot pressing into the Palm of your left hand firmly with your right thumb and breathing deeply. A few minutes of sitting with the calming point can help. 
We already talked about the tea, making some tea and, and tapping through EFT tapping points, paying special attention to under your eye for calming nausea if you're feeling nauseous. And then we also brought up the mimulus or Bach flower rescue remedy before you set off for your event. And that can be started several weeks in advance if, if you're feeling stressed. Yeah. And, and to be specific, anticipatory anxiety, what are you anticipating? Find out what it is. Yes. Because it will feel very general. And when things feel general, we can't treat it so effectively. We can't get to the root. So what is it? And to prepare for that. So much you can do with tapping, with breathing, with supportive calming teas. The calm point, you can use it in preparation for the event and at the event. Nobody can see you're doing it. Right. Secret magic trick to help you feel calm. <laughs> sure is. You know, even if you're at a wedding or doing a, some public speaking or you're taking a driving test, you can do it while you're waiting for your test. You can do it anywhere. Or at the dentist. I, I taught my dental hygienist about the calming point the last time I was there. She happened to notice because I was leaned back and, uh, and we had a conversation. About, oh, I'm going to share this with my patients. That's yeah. a good. <laughs> yeah, really good. And that's also a big part of anxiety, isn't it? Is when we say, I just don't know what to do. The more things we know what to do, the more choices we have, the less anxious we feel in these situations. So yeah, getting prepared, trying some, some things that help. And if you're listening and, and this podcast speaks to something that you're challenged by, let us know how you get on. Try the tips and leave us a message in our private Facebook group. Let us know how you get on. Well, thanks again, Ananga. I'm so glad we came together this week to talk about handling anticipatory anxiety. Also to our listeners, thank you for listening in. We're so grateful that you choose to come back weekly. And we invite you to visit our website at anxietyslayer.com. Ananga and I have just given her a complete overhaul. And we'd love your feedback. We think it's a little easier to navigate. We think that you might enjoy it very much. We put a lot of uh, time and effort into bringing it forward into the 21st century, and we love it. So check it out, anxietyslayer.com, and we will see you next week. Thank you.